you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. Today, we have a special guest coming from the East Coast. He jumped into the real estate game just a couple years ago, but has been doing some phenomenal stuff, uh, driving for dollars, and we're going to dive into that in a little bit. He's got this awesome challenge that definitely sparked my interest. He started originally with cleaning windows in the past, had a successful business with that, but this new challenge that he just sparked interest on is starting with $1,000, going over to Florida with $1,000. And within 40 days, he's looking to turn this $1,000 into $40,000. So $40,000 challenge in 40 days, right? And this is something that is definitely going to be inspirational, but also educational for a lot of people that just don't know exactly how to do this. And a thousand bucks might be all they have, right? We can all scrounge together a thousand bucks one way or the other. And if it can turn into 40,000 in 40 days, that's not a bad ROI. So he's going to be jumping into this challenge real soon. And we definitely want to pick his brain a little bit of the feelings and how he's preparing for that. But Zach, without further ado, like if anybody doesn't know you out there or a little bit about your background, your story, do you mind just diving into who you are, where you're from and and a little bit more about how you got started into real estate? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the intro. Thanks for introducing the challenge. I'm really excited about it. So yeah, my name is Zach Booth. I uh, grew up in Utah. I'm still here in Utah and kind of just going to my professional life. No one really cares about all of my history, right? (laughs) But I started when I was 17 on my first business. So I worked from a young age and my dad didn't put up with any crap and he, he made sure that we worked hard from a very, very young age, which I'm so grateful for. And by the time I was 17, I had made cheese. I had done finished carpentry. I had framed houses. I had worked in landscaping. I lived in Nova Scotia for the summer doing work up there. So I had, I had had quite a bit of work experience and I was sick and tired of working for people. And I wanted to do my own thing. So I started a window cleaning business, right? It was kind of something that I could afford uh, with the cash that I had saved. And so I went to work and did okay, but I got burnt out. I did that for a lot of years. And back in about 2012, I bought my first piece of real estate. I bought a duplex and I did what's called house hacking. I was living in one side and renting the other. And the tenant was paying the entire mortgage and then some. And so it was easy money compared to washing windows, right? I wasn't climbing up ladders and busted my butt. And I wanted more of that. But I kept hitting all these obstacles, you know, to the banks. I didn't have any money. My debt to income sucked. You know, I had credit, sure, but that didn't do me any good because my debt to income wasn't there. I didn't have down payments, you know, 25, 30% down to buy more rentals. And I wanted to get into investing. I wanted to have financial freedom. So I was listening to podcasts just like this. I was like trying to figure stuff out. I bought a a real estate program. I paid $10,000 for the program. And that was discouraging because I never did a deal. Like I learned a lot that I actually used to now, but at that time it was really painful. And I kind of gave up for a few years. And then I ended up, had some experiences happen. One of those is I found one of my, my window cleaning clients, very wealthy gentleman, basically just gave me two of his rentals. I like 2% down, financed them, 
over a hundred thousand equity. And I was like, wow, like there are motivated sellers, intelligent people. I didn't take advantage of this guy. Like I can do this. Like this does exist. Yeah. And I wanted to do more. So I got another coach and I got a coach to teach me wholesaling. And, you know, I knew that I needed to get good at finding off market discounted properties where I could negotiate directly with the seller. So I get seller finance options or so I could just get them super low offers at cash offers and either flip them or just sell the contracts. Right. Like I knew I needed to get in at ground zero. So I found a coach that taught wholesaling and I told my business partner, I'd brought on a business partner a couple of years before my window cleaning business. I was like, Hey, I'm done. I'm sick of washing windows. I'm not fulfilled by it. And frankly, I wasn't making that much money. I'm surprised, you know, <laughs> and I wanted to be full-time in real estate. So I went for it. And that was, I joined it program in February, 2017 and did my first traditional wholesale deal where I just sold the contract in April. And by the end of that year, we did a hundred thousand. And then we really struggled at the beginning of 2018. And a lot of our lists that we were marketing to became public records on a state website. So everyone started marketing to them. My response rates tanked. I just wasn't getting deals. I didn't know what to do. So I started looking at different options and I found out about something called driving for dollars, where you drive around, simple three-step process, right? Drive around, find ugly houses, find out who owns them, and then reach out and see if they want to sell. Right. So I started doing that to find properties. And, you know, I recruited a whole bunch of drivers and like went through this headache. And later that year, I found out about these apps that you can do it at scale. Like you can add thousands of properties a week and, you know, with just a few hours. And, anyways, it was a big evolution of learning how to master this marketing system. The end of that year, we did a half a million dollars because of that marketing channel. And that was a lot of money to me. I mean, still is a lot of money to me, yeah, yeah. but it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was a, like a huge change in my life because coming from window washing, you know, poor, you know, I didn't grow up with money, construction background, you know, like that was life changing. I was able to go to the bank and write a 50 something thousand dollar check and write off my debts. Yeah. You know, I, I was able to take my wife to Hawaii for two weeks. So we spent a month in Brazil with her family. Like we got to have some freedoms that I never imagined, you know, like it was really fulfilling. And so at the end of that year, I had set a goal. What had happened is I joined with a friend in a self-help journal called Living Your Best Year Ever by Darren Hardy. And in there, you create three big goals for the year. One of my big goals is I wanted to generate a million dollars the next year in my wholesaling business. Honestly, I had no idea how. Right. I was like, I did a half a million. I was like, but I kind of need to pinch myself. I feel like that was luck. Right. <laughs> and, but in that book, it said, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever you're trying to receive, you have to give it away. So I had to give away a million dollars. Right. Cause I wanted to make it like, that's what I had to do. And I was like, well, how do I give money away that I don't have? And frankly, I want the million. I don't want to give it away. And so I started thinking, I started talking to my wife about, it. I was taking it serious and I believe in charity. I believe in being good and in giving back and contributing with your money. But I, but I also wanted to like do it in a positive way. I don't think that just giving someone a fish is necessarily going to help them. I think giving a fishing pole is a lot better. Right. And so I decided that I was going to teach a handful of people, my marketing system. I put a half a million in my business. If I could teach that and give them all of that value, right? And they didn't have to make all the painful mistakes I made, then, you know, maybe the universe would respond and I'd get blessed. I didn't know, right? I honestly didn't know how it all would work, but I believed in the process. And so I brought on my first handful of students there at the end of 2018. 
and started teaching them. And it was really cool because the more I taught, the more I learned, the more holes I found in my business, the more questions I got, I was like, Oh shit, I didn't think about that. I just really screwed up. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and it's, it's really funny. If you want to learn something, teach it. Right. And at the end of that year, we did $1.2 million. Okay. And what's better than the $1.2 million. I found a purpose. I found a calling in life. I found something that gets me out of bed and makes me happy. It truly brings fulfillment to me to be able to serve other people and see that success. You know, this morning I was talking to Scott Dallinger, actually, one of my first students. His first deal, $113,000. Able to quit his job, walk away, right? And do this full time. And now I'm coaching him and he's building a business. He's got an acquisition team. He's just crushing it, right? He's do like a half a million this year. And it's so fulfilling to me to be able to like see that my work has a bigger impact than just putting money in my pocket, right? It's not self-serving. And so, you know, I'm just so grateful that first of all, I found real estate investing, but also that I stumbled upon coaching and helping other people because that's truly where I spend the majority of my time. Now I have to be able to coach and spend as much time I do on coaching. I also had to figure out how to build this wholesaling business and have it automated, have my automated, you know, investing company. So now I have two acquisition managers. I have two drivers. I have a cold calling team and I spend about two to three hours a week is all in my wholesaling business, just looking at my numbers. Uh, But we're doing that, doing this in Tampa and we're doing this in Utah as well. And so let me ask when that original investment that you made into yourself, $10,000 into your first like coaching program, you said that didn't pan out. Was that because of just the education behind it, or it was your first deal, you know, you you did the quick, easy swipe thinking that you're going to get rich off of it right away and just didn't take action or or what was it exactly? Oh, I took a lot of action. I dumped about 30 grand into marketing. So a lot. And uh, you got to realize too, most of that was credit cards. So, you know, I was to to pay that off. I was building furniture at night and stuff to make it work. So I'm going to give some advice on finding a mentor. Sure. Okay. So, cause my next mentor was amazing. Love him to death. I talk to him still to this day. Love right. It. And I paid nine grand for my second mentor. Is it worth the 10 grand? Was it worth the nine grand? Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like, I wouldn't even question it, but there's two types of coaches, right? There's the coach that says you can't force a horse to drink water. You can only lead it to water. You have a coach that'll say that. And then you're going to have a coach that says BS. If you love that horse, you're going to cup your hands and bring that water to the horse, right? There's two types of coaches. There's ones that love their students and love being a coach. And there's the other type that love making money off their students. Yeah. Okay. There's a big difference there. Okay. And the reason that's so important is because if someone loves their students, they love the outcomes for their students. They're constantly like focused on like what's working, what's not working. Why is this person not getting success? Right. I take it as far as I have a picture of every single one of my students in my office. This is just my recording studio. But if you watch any of my content out there, like you'll see in my office, I got pictures of everyone and I've got sticky notes on a lot of their faces, you know, and like with notes of what we talked about, what their struggles are. Right. Like I cry every time my student does a deal, their first deal because I know what it means, because I know what it meant to me. You know what I mean? I know what it did to my life. And so like, first and foremost, when you're looking for a coach, right? I might not be a fit for you, but find someone that will love and care about you, right? And the next thing I would highly advise 
is just because someone has a lot of love for you and like they might really suck at being a coach and their program might be really terrible, right? So, so even if they love you, that love can only take them so far. The second thing I would advise is make sure that coach has a step-by-step process. Like make sure he's not bragging about how many hours of content, how much information you're going to get and how many hours of video, because that's just overwhelmed. That's information overload. Make sure that he or she has a step-by-step action plan course that if you follow those steps, these are the expected results. Sure. Right. And, and you'll see that, like, you'll see like, when people talk about their coaching program, they're like, there's this much information and there's as many hours of video. That's not help. That's not good. They like run for the hills. Right. And then also that coach is actually a coach, not just selling an information product. I know there's a lot of cool information products and you can learn a lot, but I don't care how good that information product is. You will hit stumbling blocks. You will hit roadblocks. You will hit things that you wish you had someone to ask questions. And that's going to make a huge difference, right? Students will come to me and ask me questions. And if they didn't have me, they would lose 20, 30, $40,000 on a deal. 100%. Yeah. You need that one-on-one to actually help put it together afterwards. The handholding a little bit is, is necessary because it's, it's their first time, you know, going through it. So hundred percent. So those are, those are my, my, my input on, on finding a coach. That's good. I love it. So let's talk about your acquisition team or just the team in general, right? Like what, what does that look like? And just the systems in place, like your first year you made 500,000, right? That was life-changing for you. Uh, You're able to go on vacations, you know, spend time away from the business. Did you have it systemized at that point that you're still had it on autopilot a little bit or did you kind of just. Not really. I mean that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely walked away from some money to be able to have some freedoms, right? Now I don't, right? Now I 100% it's generating money without me. Like I don't have any tasks within the company. I oversee making sure people are there. I, you know, we're hiring people now and I'm not even doing interviews. Love it. Right. And so it wasn't always that way, but I think it's a progress. So I listened to an interview from Kobe, Kobe Bryant, and he was talking about when he left the NBA, how he started putting on some fat. You know, he started getting out of shape and he said it was really hard to find the motivation to stay in shape and, and there had to be a higher purpose, right? He started working towards a certain goal, but even that wasn't quite enough. But as soon as he started including his children and teaching them how to stay fit and he was getting up super, super early with his kids and working out with his kids and because he had a higher purpose that really pushed him to do more. Right. So I have two levels of coaching. I have the entry level, do your first deal. Let me help you get started and have some success there. But building and automating a team and being a true leader to be able to empower other people to take ownership of their responsibility so much so that the company grows even without you, there has to be a bigger why, right? There has to be a vision and a purpose that other people can get behind. And mine is I want to give back. I want to change the world. I want to give people the tools that they need to have financial freedom. I want to teach people that, you know, you can have your cake and eat it too. And so I, I think that my team has gotten behind that and gotten behind me with that. And it's, yeah. It's, what does that team look like currently? How did you get it to the point where it's on autopilot now? Yeah. So my first hire is my, now my main acquisition manager, it's Hayden. So he started off like entry level, you know, I said a post, I needed someone to help me with my real estate stuff. He'd followed me on social media, 
said, uh, what's the shindig all about is what he said, right? <laughs> but now he manages the cold calling team and trains the cold calling team. He manages my other acquisition manager in Florida and trains him as well. And those are his responsibilities. He also manages all disposition and oversees all of the sales. He's built relationships with flippers and we partner with flippers because of those things. So he really takes a lot of ownership in the revenue. Miguel's my right hand as far as marketing. He runs my CRM. I mean, any tech issues we have there, he's helping introduce websites and social media stuff and manages our marketing team out of Brazil. I served a mission in Brazil and he's Brazilian. So we're using a Brazilian company. It's much cheaper. And then he is also doing all the driving here in Utah, which is just two days a week. And then he's got a driver in... So the driving, is that just him or do you guys have like your own team of drivers that drive all around? So we have one driver in Utah, which is Miguel, and he does just two days a week. And then we have a driver in Florida that drives two days a week. And we're adding anywhere between four to 5,000 addresses a week with that. Oh, really? So that, yeah, that's our marketing system. That's what's made me so much money. That's what makes my students money is our marketing system, right? That's what I teach. Yeah. That's the main so, so thing that's, I teach. That's the main way that you guys don't do like... Do you do cold calling once you get yeah, there? Yeah, we cold call, text, and postcard, but it's okay. all the driving for dollars list. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, great. Right. That's your main list. Love that it. is our main, like, that's our bread and butter. It works, man. It works in any market. Like, I have students, I have like four or five students crushing it in Portland, yeah. like a whole bunch in California crushing it. And they say it's too competitive. Well, it is too competitive if you're going to do the tax delinquent list. Good luck. 100%, yeah, yeah. Right? So, I want to dive more into that in just a second, but I'm sure there's a couple other positions in yeah. the team, you know, just for the listeners, whatever. Yeah. Miguel, Miguel also manages like buying all the phone numbers, you know, making sure text messages get get sent out and manages the text messaging. So he, he does together, the data. Yeah. He's the systems guy. He puts together my KPIs for me. He runs nice. our team meetings on Mondays. He's an amazing, he's just an amazing, a, amazing guy. He's a smart one in there. The analytical yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the analytical one and keeps me in line. And like we do KPIs on Wednesday. So we're doing those today, but yeah, he's fantastic. And then, so I talked about my two guys in Florida and then we've got two cold callers right now. We usually have about three cold callers here in the office. So okay. and they, they call like 30 hours a week each. Okay. So they're in person in the office. Have you done out of the country or yep. is that like part of the Brazil team? Yep. I'd done it out of the country. It was horrible. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we paid for over 500 hours for, they were actually English speaking, but there's a big difference when, when you interact and build a culture within a team, they take ownership. They're like, wow, I can't let Hayden down because if I don't get any leads, he doesn't get his commission check. And I love Hayden. I want Hayden to be successful. Yeah. I want Zach to be successful. And so, you know, we've built a bond and a relationship with all of our team members. And so, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Let me ask, as far as pay structure goes, do they get bonuses? Is it just commission type of structure uh, when deals close or how does that work out? So some of them have some base, but a lot of it is like they get a small portion of gross. So yeah, so there's a combination of both. Okay, cool. Love it. Okay. So let's talk about the main list here, the lead generation. So you guys are going strictly after driving for dollars and that's kind of like what's sparking this new challenge for you, right? I guess you've got a lot of people that tuned in to your success thus far and they have that famous question, like they don't have that much money. They got a thousand bucks maybe. And now you want to, you want to show them how in 40 days you can turn it into 40,000. So that's the new challenge that you're going to be working on. 
And I suppose it's all going to be geared towards the driving for dollars. So driving for dollars, I mean, you've already listed a few times here, but obviously it stands out. It's less competitive. You're being more creative and you're driving around for it. Do you guys knock on doors when you find the property? A little bit. I think we've gotten like one deal from knocking on doors. And it's because I saw a house when I was on my way to the gym. I was like, hey, I'm going to go talk to him. I mean, like nine grand. It was great. Right. But it's, it's, we've, we've done it at scale where we were paying door knockers and we tested it and it wasn't as profitable. We were just burning money. So we cold call text and postcard. Um, so the challenge, the reason I'm doing the challenge is because I was like, remember I said when like someone loves something, they like put their whole heart and soul into it. I love coaching and I love inspiring others. And I was thinking like, how do I get people to realize like, I'm no one special. How do I show them that I'm not more special than them, that I'm not any different than they are? They can have all of the success that I have, right? Because that is the first step to someone's success. They have to have a belief because if they don't have a belief that they can be successful, are they going to give 110% and work really hard? No, they're going to be terrified. So they're going to give, you know, half the effort that they should and that they're potentially could give and they're going to get crappy results and they're going to be like, see, I knew I couldn't do this. And they're going to spiral downwards and feel depressed and sad and frustrated and think less of, of their ability to be successful. So if I can give someone the hope and belief and show them that they can be successful, they might take action on a level that they wouldn't have before. And if that's the action they take, they're going to have the results and be like, wow, this works. And they're going to build more confidence and it's going to put them on an upward spiral of success. So I was up super late one night and I couldn't sleep because I was like thinking like, how do I, how do I show people? How do I give people faith and belief in themselves? And I was up super late and I was like, why don't I just show them, right? Why don't I just show them? So I started doing some research. I was like, okay, what's the yearly income for an American? It was like 40,000. I was like, think I could do that in 40 days? I'm like, oh, that sounds scary. <laughs> I was like, let's do it, right? So I was up super late researching and it's like, okay, I'm going to fly my family to a whole nother place than I live, right? So it's truly fresh starting from scratch. And I'm going to take that $1,000. I'm going to do exactly what I teach. I'm going to have a film crew follow me. I'm going to share it on my YouTube channel for free because I want to show people that it's possible, right? I want to bless other people's lives with this challenge. So you're going to, I mean, it's going to be inspirational. It's going to be educational. You're going to document the whole process, I assume. Is this going to be in the same area that you have part of your team in? It's going to be somewhat close. So I will have a few things set up. I will have a title company lined up. I've already talked to an attorney, so I'm good there. I don't want to get in trouble, right? And then I have my cash buyers list. Those are all things that you guys can get set up and things that I teach on my YouTube channel as well. But there's going to be some of that main infrastructure in place. But I'm going to be marketing in an area that I have never been, that I've never marketed in. So we're like Tampa, north of Tampa. I'm going to be, it looks like I'm going to be east of Tampa. Cool. So. So if you don't mind, do you have like a step-by-step process like for the listeners that obviously I'm sure they'll, if they're inspired by this, they're going to be tuning in and watching your story, which you can plug, you know, how they can get a hold of you or follow you in just a moment. But, you know, what is your goal? Like what, well, we know your goal. What is your process? I'm sure you thought about, you know, how you're going to tackle this, this big goal here. You know, if somebody else wanted to do something similar and they were in the same boat, but with less education, what would you give them for advice to be able to do the same? Yeah. So I shared the first few steps that I've already got in place, 
right? Yep. So if you didn't catch those things, go back, rewind, write those notes down, right? Cash buyers list, title company, contract attorney. Yep. So all those things are done. When I show up, I got to build a list. I got to build a list to market to. So I'm going to be driving like crazy in those first weeks, per week, really. I pretty much have seven days to build my marketing list. Within that marketing list, my expectation is I have about $150,000 to $200,000 of revenue within that list. I imagine it's going to be a list of around 8,000 addresses. I'm going to be driving super long hours. It's going to be horrible. I'm going to have to take Dramamine because you get motion sick doing this, looking down, looking up, looking over, looking down, pulling over. I get extremely motion sick. So I'm going to be popping Dramamine like candy. And like I already know it's going to be tough, right? So that's the first step. I got to build that list. Once I build that list, probably in the first day, I'll immediately skip trace it that night and upload it into a cold calling platform. I'll, I'm probably going to use Mojo. I'm looking at other options, but Mojo Dialer is what, or Mojo Sales is what we use currently in my business. So I'll probably just use that. So just talk to me as far as uh, numbers go here, like how much gas do you think you'll end up using for like the week, I guess, to get your full list? And then as far as skip tracing goes, like, do you have a certain software or a company that you prefer? And what are those numbers typically look like? Yeah. So I'm going to use batch skip tracing. So with my discount code DFD, you get them quite a bit cheaper. So like for driving for dollars, right? DFD is my discount code there. So I'll be like 15 cents, I think a phone number. So I'm going to add a bunch of properties to my list, right? My driving for dollars list. I won't be able to skip trace them all. Yeah. Right. So I'll skip trace what I can, what I can afford, upload it and start calling. But I'll continue to drive while I'm calling throughout the week. So I'll be calling and driving 12 hours a day. I'm going to have my iPad with the cold calling platform running. And then I'll be running the Driving for Dollars app on my phone. And the reason I have to hustle so hard that first week is the majority of your deals are 90 days out. Yeah. The majority. I mean, yeah. the large majority. Every once in a while you call someone and they're like, oh, thank God, like, come, please buy my house today, yeah. right? That doesn't normally happen. Normally you build a relationship and figure things out and work through struggles, right? So if I make $40,000 in that 40 days, like I actually probably with all the work I did, I generated close to 200,000. And so I have to find enough people that are ready to go now, motivated to get rid of it now, because it's going to take me, you know, close to seven business days from under contract to getting it pushed out and closed. Best case scenario, there might be title issues. A lot of these motivated sellers have liens and other title issues that we have to work through too. So, you know, I may fail miserably. I may not hit the goal, right? But I know that I've been successful with this, right? And seeing what I'm going to do in these 40 days, whether I'm successful or not, because I thought about like not talking about it till I did it. And then, then if I was successful, then I'll show it, right? I was like, that wouldn't serve anybody. I was like, I want people to realize that failure is a part. Falling short of our goals is a part. I really hope I don't. I'm going to give it everything I got to not fall short of that goal, yeah. right? For myself, right? For everyone else. But it's okay to fail. It's okay. If you are not risking failure every single day, you will not be successful, period. You just won't because you're not pushing yourself. You can't ride a bike without crashing. You can't build a business without looking dumb or feeling dumb. Right. And you can't make money without losing some money. It just doesn't exist. That's good. So I assume no days off and just crushing, you know, keep pushing it for the 40 days to see 
you know, what that looks like at the end. And yeah, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> if you need to go over budget, is that what, you know, your plans are? If- so I've, I've thought of that. So one of the guys here in my office, he picks up free stuff off Craigslist and then lists it and he makes sure. like five to $6,000 a month. And so I'm going to try and mix in some side hustle stuff to help pay for marketing if I need to. If need to. Yeah. If I need to be, because like, I mean, that's the reality, you know, like so many people just want to make excuses, but there's so much opportunity. We just have to make it work. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I like it. Cool, man. Well, I'm excited for you. Uh, I definitely support your journey in this and this, this awesome challenge you came up with. I think it's going to be very inspirational to a lot of people. And I'm glad that, you know, you're able to jump on here. When are you actually planning on doing this challenge? It is December 23rd. I fly out January 6th and I'm going to take like a four or five day vacation. So just to get myself like emotionally prepared for all this work. Cause I still have to coach my students in all this, you know, I still get to participate three or four hours a week with my wholesaling business. And so, and I still have a family. I have two young kids and a beautiful wife and you know but that's a reality that we all have right it, the challenge starts january 2021 and Sorry, uh, that's when the film there. crew's there and it's going to be 40 days total yep january 12th yeah. 2021 is when it starts officially cool i love it man that's awesome yep and so, so i'm not sure when it's going to get uploaded probably two, three weeks into the challenge, I'll start uploading content into YouTube because I'm going to have an editing crew back home uploading and editing and that kind of stuff. And then the film crew just following me, but we'll have, you know, updates on social media, Instagram, Facebook, things that are going on. I'm sure I'll be posting stories and that kind of stuff along the way. Yeah. Cool, man. So how can people get a hold of you? Or yeah, so, and watch this journey, right? Perfect. Yeah. So there's, I'm going to give you just one place to go where you can get everything you need. Okay. So go to my website. It's dfdmastery.com. So like driving for dollars, right? dfdmastery.com. That's my website. There's a link up at the top says social media. That's going to give you a link to my Instagram, to my Facebook, to my YouTube. And to make sure you go into that YouTube channel, subscribe, hit the, hit the bell icon. So you see when I upload content, like just today, we're uploading a video. It's an amazing video. We did a, I participated with one of the flippers here in Utah and we did a one day flip for charity. And the single mom, we flipped her house and, and for, it's just, we didn't flip it. We, we fixed it up for, right? So nice. there's a lot of fun content in there already. So check that stuff out. And then also, if you guys are hungry to get started and want to coach, you can book a call and apply. So I do limit who I bring in. There is an application process. But if, if you want to apply for my mastery program, get a picture on my wall and become my student, you can click on book a call, fill out the application, book a time to talk with us. And you'll talk to either me or to my onboarding coach for that opportunity. Cool. I love it. Awesome, Zach. Well, I appreciate you, brother. It was a uh, great content. I'm, I'm excited to watch and follow this challenge. It's, it's definitely going to be a, a fun one. Uh, very inspirational though. So kudos to you. And uh, I'm sure in the future, you're just going to keep on crushing it, helping out a lot more people as well, which it's all about. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you can always do so at Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments. Otherwise, facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott Investor. And then if you need any credit repair done for you services, go to creditrepairmobile.com. Otherwise, if you're looking to get educated, learn how to be able to fix your own credit, build up your own credit and be able to leverage it in personal business and et cetera, 
then you can always check out creditcounselelite.com. Till next time, guys, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get the newest notification for next Monday when the episodes come out. And you can always leave a review. Let us know what you guys think about it. Appreciate you guys so much. And we will see you next week. Zach, you're the man. See you guys next time. Thanks, everybody. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.